Hey everyone, you're listening to Conversations with the Fifth Priest. I'm your host, Selma Enang, and I like having hard conversations about relationships, love, Jesus, fitness, and everything in between. So that's what this podcast is going to do. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Conversations with the Fifth Priest. Um, I know that it's been a while since I recorded a podcast episode, but like, <laughs> life has been lifing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm starting a new series called Ask Selema. And it's basically stuff about dating, how to vet, um, and everything in between that. I've gotten like a lot of questions. Like every time I put out like my anonymous link on instagram like i get a bunch of questions and sometimes like i'm not able to finish or go through them like because it's plenty and i i have um the anxiety i don't know what it's called like when it's a lot and my brain is like doing like 600 million answers at once and then i get fatigue you get so yeah anyways so i've decided that to start the series ruth is gonna help me you guys have heard ruth on this podcast before some of you have like asked for her to come back a lot. <laughs> Ruth, say hi. Hi. I they would think I'm bullying you to say this hi. No, no. He's like... not giving. The hi is not like oh I did it for lunch, really. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ruth is going to help and ask me like a couple of questions. Um, also, to be able to answer some of the things that you guys have asked me, I have to. Deep into my pocket. Oh boy, so <laughs> you see this deep there's you actually have serious issues. And in order to not give too much okay, so I have this thing where um I feel like I've said this thing before where I don't actually put out like my personal life uh-huh. because I need to be able to stay like private to a certain extent, right? Even though what I do requires that I have to get i don't know be public a certain to a certain level but yeah i've kept like parts of my life private so i feel like ruth is actually the only person that probably knows like maybe 90 percent of like my personal life mm-hmm. i feel like it's 95 percent maybe it's just like maybe five percent that you don't know but yeah yeah okay 90 it's 90 yeah the good nights <laughs> There is the ten percent that is um that's between you and yeah. <laughs> So yes. Um and I mean it's okay if this episode or if this series kind of makes you feel a certain type of way, mm. right? Because I do understand that there are things I'm gonna say on this podcast series or episode that is going to not sit well with a few people. And by that I mean if you're still in the place in your life where you haven't admitted to yourself that you want a certain thing, right? It's going to make you uncomfortable mm. with the answers I'm going to have or the things I'm going to say as tips, right? Um, if you're also in a place where you want to be in a certain type of partnership that requires you guys are splitting 50-50, right? What I'm also going to say is not going to make you... You're going to be like a little bit iffy about it. Do you get? Um... But I feel like I've been very vocal about, first of all, um, 
I'm not the person that you assume is going to do 50-50 with anybody because that's not me. <laughs> and I feel like I've even jokingly said it on, like, my Instagram, like, stories when I write, I'm a gold digger, okay? Yeah. So, with all that said and that disclaimer given, let's get into it. Okay, so I'm going to be the question asker. Yeah, so first of all, we'll start with the questions that we got from the anonymous link. I'm doing some of the questions and then we can do like others in the next episode. All right. All right. So What's the first one? The first one is I don't, I hope you guys can hear me well. I don't get approached by guys in school and I don't know how to go about it. Even, even one guy or even guy's friend, like nobody. So that's what she's saying. She says she's not getting approached by guys in school and I think she's quite young. So I guess. So first of all, the funny thing about this question is the reason why like I picked this one is I've I had I have about like eight questions about getting approached from different like I'm sure it's eight different people. Do you understand? Mm. So I'm picking this one so that it falls in the same category so I can yeah. just answer it in one place, right? Okay. Um first of all, I feel like getting approached has a lot to do with if you are maybe still in school, right? Which she is in this situation. Where in school are you going? That's the first one. Like, you know how when you're in uni, they have like a lot of social events mm. or they have like, oh, maybe um, they're organizing party for like maybe 200 level or 400 okay. level, like stuff like that, right? For example, um, the school I went to, because it wasn't like in, it wasn't in Nigerian school. There was always like stuff, events held for like international students. Do you understand? And where they expected us to come and mingle. Then it was now international students with people that are exchange students, right? Then the school now had like a general thing that they would hold for like international students to meet like Ghanaian students and all of that. Like everybody just mixing. So internationals, expatriates, then Ghanaians and like just that. So in those type of things, like when they have stuff like that, do you go for them? Do you get? And if you're going for them, like how are you looking when you're going for them? <laughs> I know you're in uni and everything, but like it doesn't mean that you can't look nice. Do you get? Do your hair, you know, wear nice clothes. It can be jeans and t-shirt, but let's be like a nice jean and a nice shirt. Don't wear bathroom to pass the jeans and t-shirt. I was the queen of bathroom to pass in university. Okay, I used to buy different color. Oh, my was just black. <laughs> I used to buy different colors of bathroom to pass. It was until I got to uni that I said, okay, maybe it's time to do only black. So I bought black bathroom. So I had like three. I used to rotate it so that it won't cut. It's just black, right? Exactly. I'm like, (laughs) but like when I was going for stuff like that, I would make the extra effort. Like, I'll make sure that I wear flat slippers instead of the normal patterns to pass. I'm always wearing, I'll wear like jeans that, you know, this, that makes my skin pop because I have dark skin. So if I wear like maybe washed blue, that faded blue type, it will give me that look. I'll not put nice shirts. Do you understand me? I'll do my hair, you know, put on like some makeup. Uh-huh. And the makeup is not just makeup. Oh. Sometimes it's just foundation. Sometimes it's just powder. But at that time, you know, we had not read the gospel of skincare. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have sunscreen. We didn't have moisturizer. We just, but when we feel bath, we'll take Vaseline or, or lotion, rub it on our face, and we're going. Do you understand? But the point I'm trying to make is when they have like stuff like that in school, you go for them, right? Um, how do you dress? That's one. Two, sorry, that's two. Um, the third thing I'm going to say is, I feel like a lot of women don't know this, but men tend to smell confidence level. Mm. 
like from afar like yeah, they, yeah they, they are very aware to like how you carry yourself and if you have confidence do you understand a lot of times you're not going to walk into a room like giving off i'm not sure of myself um i'm timid but i still want you to talk to me you're not going to give off that kind of energy and have somebody approach you because to the man the fact that you have confidence is like a little bit attractive jenna not even a little it's like very attractive yeah. jenna say something so is this thing where like she said they can smell how confident you are and you actually have to let go of the delusion of movies like it's not a korean film they're not going to see the shy girl around the corner and i think that they are going to come exactly and, so, and apart from like going to social places there are always places where you know the type of boy you want hangs out the cafeterias probably after class if you're a church person where are the boys that you like where do they hang out do you say hi when you go there do you are you looking on the floor expecting them to be like oh wait my God. yeah going fire going fire going fire. <laughs> calm down it's small small no it's I'm small small while doing it like calm okay down. so confidence level let me just backtrack you can't expect them to like meet you halfway when you're not even you don't seem confident you're walking in your head is on the floor you're putting your music you like have said, to look approachable like, basically of. yeah so that's the next one i'm coming to is aside from the confidence thing being number one the second one is don't walk into a room and be engrossed in your phone or the file you're holding and this is just not for school this is like because i categorize this in one thing right i'll give you an example if you go out alone as a woman right maybe you go to like a restaurant or a bar or a lounge or something if you're walking in there your head is buried in your phone you're gonna sit out sit in like the darkest part of the room and like you're frowning you're not like giving off oh i want to be approached type like cheerful vibe nobody's gonna come talk to you like you can even be a woman who like on a regular day people turn twice nobody's gonna come and talk to you do you understand and people tend to think that oh the more beautiful you are like you always be appropriate like there are women who are really beautiful that men don't approach so you have to understand that getting approached is is basically all about the vibe that you give off like what is your energy saying right and a lot of times you can actually ask like your like people that you're friends with that are men ask them how they perceive you do you understand like in a general states also you are in school like referring to this question don't walk into a room and not say hi to your fellow students you are in school you are still a student nobody is gonna mm-hmm. it's not like when you're an adult and you're yeah. inside the working <laughs> world and everybody's just here looking for money everybody is going to class if you walk into like i don't know a cafeteria like ruth said or you go into even when you go into like the hostel even if it's just girls yeah. right say hi oh hi good afternoon you don't have to know them do you understand but even just doing that right and what people don't understand is also when you're in uni people talk jiggets a lot of times being approached from the side talk that happens yeah. like it happens a lot women would probably talk about oh ah oh, there's this babe that just said hi to me or oh my god i saw this really cute girl yeah. and she said hi and it goes around do you understand like a lot of times for me in uni a lot of people heard about me before i ever met them jiggets and sometimes like people walk up to me and maybe i'll be going to school or class in my, my hostel because my hostel used to have like a shuttle and literally somebody walk up to me and be like oh hi you're d selema i'm like sorry what does d selema mean my name is selema like oh no i heard about you from so so person i'm like um what did you say i did i remember one time one dude said oh no nothing she said you're just she just said you're really nice to her i'm like oh okay 
but like you have to understand that it's it's a thing of being one confident to stop being so gloomy when you walk into rooms jigget let somebody know that they can even come and greet you hi hello good afternoon no that's two um three please learn how to ha- carry conversations oh. like don't just very be important. very don't just be the person who if they come and meet you now if it's not church program that they want to talk to you about there's nothing else that you will be able to participate in it's not good it's good to be a christian it's good to save god good to love jesus all well and good very good thank you very much but also be able to have conversations outside yeah. of that dimension do you understand mm-hmm. if somebody was to come and meet you and maybe even if maybe you're studying biochemistry and somebody came to talk to you and maybe they were doing maybe psychology right and they want to talk to you about something like that even if it's like a random conversation be able to have something to contribute yeah. to the conversation don't just oh i don't know what you're saying and then you're quiet oh, I'm like, oh that's nice and then <laughs> that's the only comment you add you get <laughs> that's interesting and you know sometimes like what i what has worked for me a lot of times is when i don't know a lot about the topic right i would ask the person a question yeah Oh, so how do you feel like being in this field has like really helped your mind develop? Something that seems like as if wow, this person is quite intelligent. Oh, by the time you ask it and the person starts to open up, you are now finding things in the answers mm-hmm. to use and develop the conversation. Do you understand? But yeah, is there anything you want to add? Um, no, I think that's that pretty much covers it. Just in school, like go to where you know social things are happening. Whether you're a church person, if you're an introvert, then you have to go out of your way to like. If that's if you want what you want, it's, this is what people who want boyfriend do. Mm. It's not for oh, I'm just trying to no go to where you know that they are men, and be co- sorry boys because you know it's you know <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> go to where you know that they are boys. Be confident, like know how to handle a conversation, know how to strike from like easy conversations leading up to more mm-hmm. like serious ones. When they are talking to you, don't be like oh okay, I'm going to the hostel. No know how to walk around know how to say hi know how to recognize another person you've seen more than two times also like yeah like ruth said knowing how to start conversations is very important like i'll give you an example i know how like women always say oh i'd rather die than talk to this person or i'd rather die than approach Why? a man first i'm like but one of the biggest things that has worked for me especially like in dating know how to talk to people in line mm. is such a powerful thing like if I'm standing in a line, right? Maybe we're queuing up for maybe registration at school. Some of my closest Ghanaian friends, this is how I met them. We're queuing up for maybe registration and maybe the portal wasn't working. So everybody had to go to like one place that used to sort it out for us. That's one. I go for an appointment, like maybe at an embassy, like as I left uni, right? I'm standing in line. When I'm going home, I've made at least three friends. Like every single time. That I've had to go to an embassy for an interview every single time. The only time I've not made a friend is probably like I went to Ellie and I was with my mom and she was frustrating me. That was the only time. But like, if I'm applying for that thing alone and I'm on the line, I would talk to somebody. Like, I would have three. Literally start the conversation. Oh, what are you applying for? Or why are you trying to leave? That's literally what my in is. And from there, the conversation starts. It now begins, what do you do? Sometimes I start the conversations with no intention to get your number, right? But I just want to talk to somebody and get to know somebody while I'm sitting online. Because, I mean, everybody's anxious. We're all sitting down there and it's like, you know, our life is on the line. 
you understand so yeah a lot of times it's like icebreakers and trying to ease the yeah. like tension mm-hmm. and it's helped me because a lot of times i found help from stuff like that where somebody that now helps me later on right or somebody who gives me business because i said oh this is what i do and we met on like an embassy or somebody who now needs my help i remember one time somebody needed my help like i didn't even remember that we ever spoke i don't know how he got my number but weeks after he messaged me and said oh i use so we met at so so um, embassy on i'm like oh i don't remember you but hi and then he ended up getting help from me for something that he wanted me to do for him right so yeah like know how to be confident when you walk into a room okay and i think like another thing about icebreakers you could just say okay you're standing in a line it is hot ask questions so what is happening how long have you been here and also know like if you struggle with having conversations because you think people will judge you nobody knows you i feel like we're so hyper focused on like how people perceive me you're on a line with strangers or you're in line with people that don't know you nobody thinks anything your perception is only in your head so step out like, of your head and like make conversations. Nobody has formed an opinion nobody, about you until you open your mouth. So it's you. You're the one. You're the one. You're, you're your own stumbling block at this point. You are your own village. People. Yeah, you're your own village people basically. So start with, like basic things as you're in school. So a portal is not working. You could crack a joke. How long is this portal going to take? Do you understand? Upon all this could be somebody will turn and I laugh and be like, yeah. And that's like how I made some of my friends. There was always somebody cracking a joke and be like, oh, what's your name? And that's how it continues. That's, like that's also something I Literally. used to do in uni. Crack, I crack jokes all the time. I crack. Oh my like, god! Like she was saying a serious conversation. I'm like, oh me okay. Me, I was always joking. Actually, like I'm standing in a line and we're going for bank and the school. I'm like, oh, or, or is somebody performing Yahoo Indian? And somebody will turn and be like, who is that person? And that's how we start talking. And I, even though I'm very introverted, this thing where I don't know anybody on this queue, I can be my most authentic self because mm-hmm. you don't know anything about and me. And like I always, always say, right? Aside from like even the serious conversation parts, like sometimes lead with humor. Do you get mm. some of the like men that I've started conversations with, right? Sometimes, and this is me going like off the mm. this thing into like something else, right? Mm. Some of the men that I've started conversations with have been men that we were probably somewhere right and everybody was waiting for something and i said something funny do you understand and he probably turns to laugh and finding out who said what what was said or he asked me my name so yeah i hope that helps next question okay i've never been in a serious relationship i know that i should enjoy my single life but sometimes i feel somehow because guys don't ask me out so it's still kind of same thing mm-hmm. like you see in the movies <laughs> Mm-hmm. but she put lol but i also don't think it's the right time for me to be in a relationship but sometimes i can't help but wonder mm-hmm. so that's the there's a next okay, one okay, i think so i think it was named like numbered sorry yeah hold okay on. so part two part two i do have a bit of social anxiety i find it hard to talk to new people i overthink things a lot my best my self-esteem is not at its best right now but i'm trying to work on it i changed schools and it's hard to fit in most people have already formed their clicks in first year and I'm finding it a bit difficult. Can you give some tips on how to overcome anxiety and talk to people and build my self-esteem? Thank you. So, I mean, it's like we, I previously just said, mm. right? Nobody has formed an opinion on you mm. until you open your mouth. Do you understand? Like, literally, nobody thinks anything till something is said. Do you understand? So, if you're going to approach people, right? You, first of all, first of all, I feel like one of the biggest things to start doing is maybe start to walk up to people when they are less like when they are not in a crowd you mm. get 
for me, because I mean, I, I moved to a new country. It was a new culture, new school. I didn't have any family whatsoever, right? So I had to make friends. Do you understand? And that's one of the things that helped me. It was there are times where maybe my friend that ends, that's like one of my Ghanaian friends that is like one of my like closest Ghanaian friends. How I spoke to her was class had ended. Everybody was walking away. And we all know that everybody has cliques and stuff like that, yeah. right? So before she could walk up to like her clique that was waiting for her, I went up to her. I said, hi, hello, you're really beautiful. And if you want to make friends with women, always start with a compliment. Always start with a compliment. Always start with a I compliment. Like I like your hair. I like your hair. Nice. You're really beautiful. Mm. You smell nice. Those slippers are really cute. Where did you get them? Oh, what department are you in? Like, always begin with a compliment and then move on to ask you questions you ask. And I've noticed one thing that when that happens, or is it that you begin with a compliment or you make her laugh? One of the two. But women always remember you for stuff like that yeah. right and so for me like that's what i started to use because i didn't know anybody the only person i was friends with when i got to ghana was my roommate she mm. was nigerian she was older than me but she was very cool but that was the only friend i had so i knew that if i went to class i had to talk to people otherwise we're gonna die here so <laughs> that's what i started to use right sometimes i would make like i would probably walk up to somebody and say oh hello my name is Selma. i'm nigerian literally and what's your name like that'll be my next question and i've done it like with people who like oh wow like i remember one of my friends saying that's actually really bold i'm okay. like it's sink or swim my darling so let's let's do this so yeah i mean she would end up telling me my name so i would genuinely say if you have like anxiety like social anxiety start trying to approach people when they're alone as opposed to when they're in cliques do you understand because the clique is always harder for you to like walk through but if you can penetrate one person in the clique you have everybody else Mm -hmm. do you get they may not like your guts but they will have to tolerate you because one person is talking to you do you understand so yeah and then i think that one of the mistakes we also make when it comes to like having anxiety and making new friends is when we see like a group of people and it's maybe four women or men we assume we have to be friends with the entire four. No. You just need one. All you need is one person in that clique. Sometimes it's not even the person you first approach that ends up being the, your guy. Your guy, yeah. It's someone else in the clique that sees that, oh, wow, this person, like, I like this person. And then you people now gel more. Jiggets. So I would say I approach people, like, separately. Not when they are together in a group. Um, also, another thing is be really helpful. Like, if you're changing schools a lot, right, and you're going to new cl- groups or classes where people have already formed their clique of friends, try to be helpful. Do you understand? Maybe be the person that has maybe um, stuff about the class that nobody does. Do you get? And when the class is over, just say, oh, I have so, 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 so. Would you like to share it? Or would you like to read together? We can, like, um, schedule, like, a study date or yeah. something. That always ends up giving you friends. Do you understand? Also be able to discern who is really coming for that study date just to use you. Because that's also a thing, right? Um, as for the never being in a relationship, I feel like you need to fix your, like, work on your self-esteem issues before you date somebody. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, like, just like how we said in the first part, how men can smell confidence. There are also a very despicable group of men who can also smell low, low self-esteem. self-esteem. <laughs> and, 
and they look out for it. Listen. They feed on it. And you will they will use you so and as, you will die. As much as you want to be in a relationship, like if you know your self esteem is low, uh it's nobody is going to build you up in the relationship, babes. If anything, it's going to deplete you. So work on your like your self esteem first before you step into anything. And it's okay to want something. Like I don't think even if you don't have something, I don't think wanting something is, is bad. a problem. It's yeah. just be working actively on becoming the person you want to be while in that relationship. You don't have to be perfect, but be working on it. But, be actively, uh, be actively working, working on, on it. it. Don't just do my own is shy. If you know your self esteem is low and somebody's coming to know why, like pray for discernment so that you know who is coming to meet you and for what. Because some people are like, oh, it's me. You're the most beautiful person to me. When they start moving like that, they're moving breezy. Just, yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't agree. It, ah, don't agree. And about, like, I think you mentioned something about you don't think this is the right time to be in a relationship. It's uni. I, I assume you're in uni. Like, it's uni. Is there ever a right time for anything? If it's that's like, why like, she put the right time. Maybe yeah. there's something else going on. Like, if, really. if, apart from if there's something, like, serious happening. If there's not, then... You know, if you're supposed to be reading or you're like a medical student, I get that. But even let me just let me just let me just say that when you're in uni, right, you have to understand that life is gonna happen to you regardless. So if you are not dating because you feel like, oh my god, I'm in two hundred level or I'm in hundred level, I don't think I should. When I, I had a boyfriend from hundred level to the end of uni, you get like. So if it's not anything else and it's just oh I don't think that maybe I feel that maybe I should wait to graduate to date. Um no. I wouldn't say so. I would say if you're old enough, like you're not a minor, right? You are because you know, there are people who are entering uni at sixteen, yeah. fourteen. If you're I feel like if you're eighteen, nineteen, twenty, right? I feel like it's okay for you to want a relationship. It's okay for for you to also want to like for you to also date somebody, right? Yeah just make sure it's the right person yeah. don't date because you feel like oh this boy likes me and i feel like people make that mistake you know, oh this person likes me so we should date no, no you don't always have to if you don't like the person know. back if there is nothing that you are getting from that interaction please stay single so yeah, let me know if this helps you can send me a message when you listen to this podcast what's the next question okay so next question is oh good um what do what do i do if i feel like we've lost the spark we've lost the energy and spark and she's not trying to get back at it because work he puts it in quotation mark is draining her so i think it's a guy asking about yeah his girlfriend so really like i always tell like even my clients that come to me about like relationship stuff please sit down and talk to your partner mm. like lay out all your cards on the table what is going on what is the problem what can i do better do you still want to be with me? Do you understand? And when it's like a thing of, oh, this, you feel like the spark is like gone, ask that question. Do you still want to be with me? And are you still happy here? It's always like a hard question, right? And the answer might not be something you like, mm. but you have to know because you can't be trying to work on a relationship or trying to rebuild spark that the other person is not really, they don't care about this spark. Candle. They have off candle. <laughs> so they are they trying to light it, but candle have off. And then, not only the air of candy, now I'm going to trade with the matches. You don't have to, ah, uh, ah. Uh. It's not, it's not okay. It's not good. So, yeah, I, mean, I feel like have a conversation with her, right? Understand what work is, because you put work in quotes here. So, is she claiming to be busy? Or is she really busy? Mm. And there's also that thing where I feel like we also have this thing that we don't, we don't quite um, make space for, like, people that we love mm. when we're adulting. 
you get like when the person starts to get like busy and you know they are not as present as they used to be right a lot of times we don't often find out is it really work and is life happening to them at the same time because mm. you know that life life can be happening to you and your work can be difficult right yeah. and those two things tend to like cause us to like be distant a lot of times especially emotionally so you need to find out if is actually work and if it's like a combination of work and a lot of things are happening in her life or maybe she's in a place where she's confused mm. do you understand and she doesn't know how to voice it or communicate it and so her response to that level of hardship is to move away. move away. Yeah, you have to find out if that's what is going on. Or if it's a genuine, she doesn't want to be with you anymore. But you can't know this thing unless you sit down and ask it. Yeah. Do you understand? You can't just assume that work is, you know, a, a thing that she's using as an excuse. Do you understand? So genuinely, I would say sit down and have a conversation with her. Find out what the real problem is. Do you understand? And find out if she really wants to be with you and if she still loves you. Because if she does, then you now have to like, okay, we, this is what we need to do. Mm. We have to put in effort. If it's that we need to go to couple therapy or take classes together, maybe on the weekends or something, or on Sunday, one hour together, we're spending it on the phone. Do you understand? Or we're going out on a date, two hours on Sunday, make time, clear your schedule. But you have to find out what the problem is before you can begin to work on building back spark. Because you can't be sparking things that the other person have, yeah. have moved away. Do you understand? Yeah. Um, so next question. I like a guy, but we are just friends and he lives in a whole other country. I don't think he sees me more than just a friend and I haven't really tried to flirt with him or anything. I'm not sure about how to go about letting him know I'm interested in him. I also have this fear that he wouldn't think I am good enough for him. He's really into fitness and all I am and I am on the chubby side. Just don't think I'm the type of girl he's going for. I'm gonna say something in answer to this question that you might not want to hear right i'm gonna say regardless and it's not what your feelings the first thing is i always have this thing where i ask i eat your spec spec because if you want somebody that is you know up there inside fitness jimmy jim jim a jim jim man a jimmy man yeah you have to ask yourself if going to the gym is something you're going to do for yourself because you want to get healthier because you want a longer life right because you want to be able to maybe jump or run up a, like a flight of eight stairs or something or if it's something you are doing to get the man you have to ask yourself and you have to be honest with the answer do you understand? I mean, we all know that because of what I do, I'm all for go to the gym, get your health right. I'm all for that. Do you understand me? But do it for the right reasons. Do you understand? So if you know that this man is a certain type of man and he likes gym and fitness and everything, you need to find out if he likes you. I feel like another mistake that we make is we often don't understand that people like people for people. Yeah. Do you understand? Like genuinely for you and not what it is you lack. Do you, mm. do you get? Not what you look like. Yeah, I'll give you an example. The first person I dated, I've written this in like the Kaiken letters, right? The first person I dated was a fitness freak. Like he was, he used to play football almost every day. At some point, he used to work out, go and lift every single day. He used to go running for the heck of it. Like, he would just get up and go and run for two hours Why? and come back. He was fit, fit. <laughs> and I was, in, this was me just entering 100 level. I was a 100 and something kg. 
I never used to work out, right? I always wanted to. I was just really lazy. Like, and I also thought, whoa, I beg, I beg, I beg. When you reach university, you suffer, you lose the weight. That's like, that was my own mindset. Do you understand? But he liked me. Do you understand? He genuinely, like, if there's anybody that I've dated, right, that I know that we were guys first because of who I was, is he's one of those people. And then when we got together, right, and I started to, like, tell him, I actually want to be fit. I want to lose weight. I want to stop breathing heavily when I go up a flight of stairs. There was one day where we were playing, because we always used to play rough play. He was chasing me down the hallway in the in the hostel. And the hallway was not long. And he had chased me, like, maybe past four rooms. And I genuinely almost died. Mm-hmm. Like, I was out of, I almost died. And in that moment, I'm just like, I can't live like this. Like, guaranteed, like, I have, I have, so I have, like, like um, symptoms of asthma, right? And so because of that, like, my breathing can be very weird sometimes. Mm. Um, mine gets triggered, like, by cold and stuff like that. So he knew, do you understand? But at the same time, when, like, I had stopped and he was like, oh, that is your chest. He had, like, he stopped and he came back and was like, are you okay? Do you need to go sit down? I'm like, I know that there's this thing that I have, but this is not the asthma, mm. right? This is me being unhealthy. This, it can't happen anymore. So I lost weight for me. And throughout the entire process, like, every time I would want to give up, I would call him and I would cry on the phone. When I finish crying, he would be like, I understand. And I know that this is hard. He's like, but remember that you're doing this because you want to be healthier. Jiggit. So he would always remind me, like, this is why you started. But he was with me no matter what. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So you have to understand that you are, you're still worthy of love regardless mm-hmm. of how you look. And I feel like it is valid for you to tell yourself, Look, I don't look the best, okay? Honestly, I want to look honest. better. Be very yeah. honest with yourself. Like, it's the biggest thing. Tell yourself, look, I'm not... I shouldn't be... I don't know how old you are, like, personal person like question. it's something you like. Yeah, except it's something that you genuinely like. But, like, it's if it's not, not something you like and you know the... Like, you know the implications of being overweight, right? Or you know the implications of being chubby or whatever. Do you understand? Like, the health implications, right? Long-term health implications. And you tell yourself... Look, I don't look the best. And I can look better if I take care of myself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. There's no harm in admitting that. Do you understand? And there's also no harm in doing the work. But I was, one, I was watching one um, podcast of a, like a, a girl that is like also like she's overweight and she has PCOS, right? And she had said something where it's very valid to not like the way you look and to want to look better, right? It's very valid to be doing the work. But what is not right is for you to think that you are only going to deserve love when you are a size 8. And you are only going to deserve a man that is willing to do the most for you mm. when you are size 6. Yeah. That is what is wrong. Because at every size that you are, you deserve love regardless. It's okay to tell yourself, I'm going to look better. I will do the work. I'll go to the gym. I'll eat healthy. I'll drink more water. I will sleep better. I'll take my vitamins. But it's also okay to understand that even at size 16... You deserve the same kind of love that you're going to get at size 8. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So what I want you to do is ask this person. Yeah. For me, like like I always say to you guys, I'm, please just open your mouth. This life Honestly, is, is short, oh? I think I ah. could probably even help a little. I had this friend that I was crushing on. 
and I think I told her about it. And she, was, she asked me, that's the yeah. Like, oh, have I asked him? I'm like, why am I asking? God forbid. <laughs> and it's the same dynamic. In fact, yeah. literally, your question is the same yeah. dynamic. He's a fake guy. And literally, we have conversations about him. Oh, I'm going on a cut. I'm going on a book. I'm in my mind. I'm like, God, I beg. <laughs> Where does but I, I'm attracted to him. And for the longest time, I knew that he was attracted to me, or I felt he was, but I, I d- swear down I wasn't going to ask this man. So one day I was like, you know what? It's better for me to know than to mm-hmm. be in the dark, and mm-hmm. it's better for you to know than to be in the illusion. Mm-hmm. Don't have this thing about like, oh, could have, what if I had told him then? Could have, would have, should have. Now he has a girlfriend, but But I didn't time, do that. No. <laughs> so I just, I, I told him one hundred. I'm like, oh, do you know I had a crush? Like, and at that point, I think I'd moved on from him. I'm like, oh, do you know I had a very big crush on you? And he was like, oh, when? And I told him, and he was like, oh, same. And at that point, I wanted to dig the hole and enter. Because I'm like, so, would have entered a relationship now. But me, I was there quiet. Like, I feel he's your friend. I know what kind of friendship it is. And I feel like for you, know whether he's being your friend or whether he's wanting to take a step up for you. Do you understand? Don't be that person that feels like because some a man is being nice, then he likes you. Or because a man is being like your friend, he now likes you. Do you understand? Take a step and like ask this man, oh, hi, I want to tell you something. And regardless of what your answer is, it's not going to change how our relationship is going to be. But I want you to know that I like you and I'm I'm interested in you like more than friends, but it's fine if you don't. And I need to get it off my chest. Like, I do you understand? It it's chest. okay and if you don't reciprocate your, these yeah, feelings. I, I just need you to like, I just yeah. need to know your thoughts and yeah. whether you have felt this way about me at all. And I know that before you send it, you walk around your house, your palms will be sweating. But I promise you that, like, when you send it and you know the answer, it's going to help you way more. Because now, not only do you know that, okay, he likes you or he doesn't like you, you can do other things with your life. You don't have to leave your friendship now knowing that, oh, you have... Because things like this, let me tell you, as a choppier person, you will now build a story in your head that does not exist. And you'll be having a pseudo-boyfriend. Know whether this person likes you or not. And about somebody being on the fitter side and like it all my boyfriends i've never had one chubby boyfriend in my life okay maybe one <laughs> but like even still i didn't like him because he was chubby i liked him because he was a person all the other boyfriends were fit they were i don't they're just random people so you can't live your life thinking that you don't deserve love because you are chubbier if you do that as i said as we were saying earlier men can smell low self-esteem and they from a bloody you. mile away and she let me tell you what they do with low self-esteem women they take them they use them then they dump them if you check all the times where women come out and tell stories of like oh i was married to this person and he took everything from me you always see that it's women who finally bow to the pressure of him trying to break her do you understand or is women who get to the place where oh they have Maybe everything gets successful, but the low self-esteem is mad. Men will feed on that thing and go to the ends of the earth to with rich, it to, to destroy rich. your life. Do you understand? And I always say on like my Instagram story, have the audacity. Audacity will take you very far. Very, very far. Especially in dating, it will take you far. God! <laughs> so it, honestly, yeah. like I feel just ask this person. And also he's in another... I need you to be very realistic. He's in another. He's in another country. country. Are you intending to so, move? Do like, you intend to relocate? To How are we going to figure out the like? He likes you, yeah. You How are we going to figure out the coming and going of this relationship? Do you understand? But my honest advice is just say it out loud. The worst that will happen is that he will say I don't feel the same way. Exactly. That's the worst that's, thing that's that can all. happen. 
and it will end there. That's it. And you can let it go and move on and date somebody else that likes you. All right? So, yeah. Next question. Okay. Next question is... I think we're almost done with the questions, to be honest. Yeah, so I said just a few. Mm. I broke up with my partner. His heart is in a good place, but he wasn't loving me properly. And it hurts so much. What practical things can I do to move on? Look, when it comes to breaking up, heartbreak, pain, I would say sit in it. Sit in it and feel all your feelings. Do you understand? But also, don't stop doing the things that used to make you happy. Mm. I remember, like, there was one time that, like, I'd gotten out of, like, a relationship I was with with somebody. And I'd, like, messaged Ruth and, you know, even though I was, like, sad, I think she had even called me and I was crying. Mm. Right? I think that's what happened, no? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, she had called me and, like, I'd cried on the phone. But, like, after that, it's me and Ruth that still went out to go and eat food. (laughs) Because in this life... You have to eat and be happy. Okay. But yeah, practical things. Don't suspend your happiness mm. even though you're heartbroken. Do you understand? Feel all your feelings. Sit in it. If you want to use three days to sit down at home, one week, two weeks to sit down at home and the only thing you've eaten is popo and ice cream. No wala. Do you understand? But also remember that hearts may break but they also heal. And being able to feel all your feelings and letting the time pass well, like this is happening, is how you get to the place where you are less heartbroken. Do you understand? Uh-huh. But don't think that there needs to be a time frame on how or when you need to move on. Or when, okay, after one week, that's it. We're up and out. Like I always say, it's like, it's, it's three to five working days, babes. And we're done. Do you understand? But like, obviously it's a joke. You get mm. because that doesn't apply to everybody. Yeah. Three to five working days is when it's a talking stage. I'm up and I'm out. I swear to God that at the end of that week I'm on another date. Mm. No joke. <laughs> so <laughs> but when it's like an actual relationship, obviously like take your time. But don't suspend your happiness because the oh, relationship ended. Love love like people people decide they're not loving you again. Mm. Do you get relationships end? But also take the lessons that came from whatever happened between both of you. Said, yeah. Exactly. What does properly what does mean properly to you? Mean to you? To communicate what properly is and to understand how you chose him. Like figure out how you chose him and why you stayed with somebody that wasn't loving you properly. Yeah. What was the, the like the things that led to the choice of a person that didn't love you the way you wanted to be loved. Take that as a lesson as well because if you don't you will go ahead and choose somebody else in the future in the same exact way that will give you the same exact love that you don't want. Mm-hmm. Also, understand that if you didn't communicate how you wanted to be loved, then you can't necessarily it kind of defeats... Angry, yeah, yeah, you can't be angry that he didn't love you properly if you never said it out loud. Do you understand? That's also a lesson. But take the lessons that have come from whatever have happened. Don't suspend your happiness because you're heartbroken. Still do the things you enjoy. And learn how to cry. Okay? Cry very well. Yeah, so I hope that helps. So I think like for me, cry and also don't come and form hard girl. I can't believe that he didn't do that. Please, please. Don't please. do that. Like There's it was no... your relationship. So yeah. something an ex said to me and I remember we we're talking about like we had moved on and we we're talking about other exes and we were yeah. like, Oh, don't don't like downplay your your pain or don't downplay your ex. Like she said, know why you stayed that long with the person that was treating you incorrectly. And when you're about to move on to a new relationship, 
voice out what you want don't come and start listing out oh my exit a b and c that is not the person's business like pick out the things you know you want or the proper way you want to be loved and like communicate it to the next person but also recognize that the person is coming from like a way different background than you and not only can you not train the person he's not a dog it's a back and forth you have to be able to communicate that okay this is how i want to feel like or this is what will make me feel most loved so this is what i want you so what do you want yep. do you understand yep that's one then like practical things to move on from um it, me i like to write in the night i'll wake up when my heart is paining me it's gonna wake up by 3 a.m yes. and be writing with notes song for three go, hours with song and with notes it is so dramatic i'll be crying God. and writing after i finish doing that i will close my door lock it and start dancing she's a white babe in a movie literally it's 13 going on 30 up in here literally <laughs> and when i do that i'll now lie on my bed and laugh and i like just find the little things you were doing pre-relationship and pick them back up and i feel like one of the things that happens when girls are in relationships is that you get all consumed by your partner like women always have this thing yeah. where they lose themselves you leave your friends you leave your hobbies you leave your interests so even when you're you leave your on, life literally so when you're moving on to your new relationship don't forget yourself while you're in your i know it's nice to be all booed up and like snuggled yeah i feel like that's also one of like biggest things for me is <laughs> yeah. always keeping my individuality yeah like consistently your, yeah. Be your always because he helps because like if you know that you're coming from a healed place and you have your own thing when somebody leaves you they're not carrying their love with you you already have your love thing. yeah you get so for now it's like find your hobbies find the things that made you happy when you were single go back to them if you left one or two friends you know it's a good time to just sorry it's like i'm so sorry i didn't have sense that time oh so she, i say let me come back don't be angry do you understand yeah so i think question. yeah i think that's about it i think that the last one yeah i think that was the last one that's the last question all right so i hope that the answers help you um i got a lot of questions about this particular one right and the question was um so i want to date specific types of men and I don't know how to go about it or how to meet those men or how to communicate that I want to date those types of men. And mm. what she was referring to is that she wants to date provider types, mm. provider type men, right? So I'm going to put you people on game this night. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, be a gold digger. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Let's be serious. Let's be serious, let's be serious. Be a good guy with your chest. <laughs> no, honestly, if you feel like that's what you want. Oh my god. No, for real, for real, right? Um let me be let me be serious now. If you want a man that is a provider, right? And I feel like a lot of women don't like hearing this thing. But you have to understand that you have to become a certain type of woman. Jiggets. Yeah. Because whether you like it or not, provider type men are not going around providing for just any type yeah. of woman. Do you understand? And I remember like having a conversation with somebody, um, a friend of mine, and just complaining about the same thing. And I said to her in that conversation, if you get a provider type man, are you going to let him provide? Do you even know how to let him provide? That's like a, a very important thing because a lot of people it, like women you don't just, know how to step things, back. But you don't know yeah, do. don't know how to step back and let it happen. Do you understand? You also have to know that if you're going to be with a provider, there are certain things that you're going to have to not be fighting about. Do you understand? Like, if he wants to pay for 
either your a ticket somewhere right or he wants to pay for your monthly groceries or he wants to pay for your fuel in your car or he wants to pay the money that you're going to use for uber for the rest of the month you cannot start having a back and forth and being combative about how no you make your own money why is he gonna do that what is he trying to say that you can't pay for this <sighs> god at some point <laughs> He's going to stop wanting to do the back and forth because I guarantee you that there's somebody else out there who he will go and date that he will want to provide for and she will take a step back and let him. Do you understand? So you have to know how to accept provision. You can't just yeah. say you want provision and not do any type of work, right? I was into this podcast of this lady um, she was teaching something and she said, that a lot of times what women struggle with when they say they want a type of man or to date a type of man is who are you willing to become right and and many times when you ask that question women think that she's you're saying oh change up who you are and become a different person just to attract no the person you're asking for is going to ask for certain things do you get yeah. so let's say the man is a provider he's going to ask for somebody who is soft what if you're always fighting who are you willing to become? Do you understand? Or, oh, I want a man who, aside from the fact that he's providing for me, I want somebody who is always going to, you know, ask me where I am or where I'm going consistently. Um, I don't want to feel like I'm dating myself. Oh, well, I'm good. Very good. But if they ask you where you are, where you are going, are you going to say, what's yeah. your business? Yeah, or why do you want to know my whereabouts? Ex- there's always a flip side. There's always a consequence. Do you understand? For the request you are making. Exactly. And you have to be ready for the consequences of what you are asking for. Do you understand? I remember someone messaging me and telling me, oh, that it's so hard to find this type of man. It's not because I've dated a lot of them. The question is, are you going to let them be the type of men that you are looking for? Or are you not going to consistently fight about it? Do you understand? So, yeah, that's, that's my answer. My answer is figure out who you are what type of woman you are right and if you can handle what comes with what you're asking for do you get i always say how that i genuinely feel that um men who understand provision are one of the best types of men to date do you understand because there are certain things i'm not going to fight about like and when i say provision I feel like I need to explain it because it's not just financial, right? Yeah. I mean provision in a way that, and when I say men who understand, there are men who think that fin- provision is just, oh, money. money. If I give her money, she's fine, yeah, right? Fine. But there's somebody, that I, there's somebody that I dated, Ruth knows this person, that who he is, is a provider. Do you get? And is in the terms of, if there's something wrong with you, he wants to solve your problems. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. If I tell him there's something wrong or Ruth is, Ruth is having a difficulty, she, he knows that she's important in my life. Jiget, he wants to solve the problem that is making her uncomfortable. You know who I'm talking about? No, no, apart from that. <laughs> he wants to solve the problem that is making her uncomfortable because it's making me uncomfortable that she's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So he would now want to ask how to help. That's what provision looks like. Like when a man is exuding it, do you get? You have to be able to identify a person who is genuinely a provider, understands how to provide, and somebody who just gives you money. 
I think like a very good marker for knowing if you shun somebody or even men who are providers or even just good men is men who take action. Yep. Like I, I think I wrote something, men who do. And that's what that's what I was coming to. Yeah. Like it's also that you have to be able to know that doing is different from saying. Yeah. Men who do. Somebody can really say they will do something uh, for you, like a, <laughs> and another uh, person will just uh, do something huge. No, just, it's something huge. <laughs> it's not that. It's like if you want to know a man who really loves you, and I, I don't know, probably let's I will use a father because not everybody has good relationship with their father. Yeah, but let's use like you and your friend. If you have a friend that has like a headache, you're going to do anything to like make that headache go away. You act all you have Panadol, and even take a step to make her food and give her the Panadol. So men who actually really like you, eh? Like even me, I have a lot of male friends. Plenty. Yeah. It's like if I mention, oh, Omo, I'm very tired. I've had a very rough day. I'm just hungry. Nepal not take life. If I that one, I want to remove my head. Don't go. Okay, let me put on the gen for you. Let's go and buy. You. Or they'll buy the food and bring it. Is in that action you know? Okay, these are people who would provide, and they've seen a problem. Men who are providers, they will see they a solve. problem. They solve and problems. They do that action. To they solve, solve, the solve problems. problems, and I feel like don't confuse like like the example that I wrote is make don't confuse um the care that you get in friendships like opposite sex friendships right for provision yeah right you can have a male friend who gives you the care that she's talking about and that yeah. male friend is not a provider no he's not you have to be able to understand that there's a difference there's right a difference. i'll give you another i'll not. give you another example <laughs> i'll give you another example provision also looks like let's say um I remember having like a I was dating somebody this person and I had an issue with something right and he goes to bed at 10 every single day there is literally bomb can be falling in Nigeria that 10 o'clock he's gonna sleep it <laughs> you dare not interrupt with that sleep but I knew that if I called him he would get up right and so I called him at like I called him like 9.50 something. Typically at that time, his phones are on silence. He's not going to pick anybody's call. Mm. So I called him and I typically never call him at that time because I know when he sleeps. And he picks the call and the first thing he says is, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, but also no. And he's like, yeah, I figured you're calling me at this time. That you know that I'll be sleeping. And then he's like, okay, so what's the problem? What's going on? And when I tell him what's going on, he literally suspends the sleep, right? Stays awake till we find a solution to what the issue was and doesn't go to bed till about 11. And him going to bed was, are you okay? And I said, yes. And he's like, okay. He's like, um, text me in the morning to make sure that I needed to make a payment for something. So he said, text me in the morning so that I'm sure that it worked. Um, I'm going to go to bed now because I'm really tired. And he hung up and he went to bed. That is what provision looks like. Do you understand? It's the fact that no matter what the problem is, I know that even if he's sleeping, if there's something wrong, he will provide the solution. Do you understand? Provision, he will provide the solution. Do you get me? When we're together, like I can be going somewhere, right? And he will ask me where I'm going, who I'm going with, what time I intend to go there, what the person does for a living, where they live, who their parents are, <laughs> what time I'm coming back. And if there's any like, you know, in between that maybe I'm branching and he doesn't know about. 
And I know that the reason why he's asking me this question is another thing that most women don't know is, or don't want to accept is when you pick a provider, when you say you want a provider, you have to acknowledge the fact that he's also going to have protection, right? Mm-hmm. Provider type men don't come without protection qualities. It's just not something that happens. And you have to understand that the asking you these questions is not to police your whereabouts or to police where you are going or to say you cannot go, are you mad? Jiget. You have to be able to understand that it's kind of like a hard type of wiring that they can't help themselves. Do you understand? And you have to be okay with it. Because if at any point I had said, oh, what's your business? Why are you always asking this question? Are you CIA? I promise you that that would probably have been the last time that he would ask me that kind of question, right? But it will also shift the dynamics of what our relationship was and what I was looking for. Do you understand? So I typically, when he would ask me stuff like that, I would answer the question and he'd be like, oh, okay, all right, cool, have a great day. That'll be it. It's just so he's in the know. Yeah. In case something goes wrong, he knows what to do, who to call, who to find, who to Google because he was crazy like that yeah he was a tech dude so yeah but it's because i never actually like opposed the other traits that were coming with the provision that he was offering do you understand i remember we had a conversation about this thing and one of the things he had said was one of the reasons why i like you is the fact that you have nothing to prove and at first it didn't make any sense to me because i'm like huh Uh but like when we continue to talk about it i started to realize that what he was saying was anytime that he tries to provide for me or offer provision or protection, right? Mm. There's never a pushback from me. Yeah. I don't push back because I need to prove that I can do it on my own or, oh my God, I can use my own money or, oh, I can solve. The, I, I didn't have anything to prove. Like literally I did like, I'm fine with resting in my feminine era and letting him handle what he needs to handle because I wanted him to be my man. Do you understand? And so when he said it, I'm like, oh, okay, that's what he means. But because of that, it was easy for him to provide, right? And I feel like if you're looking for a provider type man, you also have to ask yourself, like, what you give up as a woman when you're coming into a partnership like that? Do you understand? Are you able to accept what he's giving and step back and let him provide? You also have to stop doing that thing where you feel like, oh, my God, everybody wants to walk over you. Everybody that is a man, no. I've dated a lot of provider type men and none of them have ever tried to like walk over me or use my head jig it. I feel like women don't understand that when you finally like fully accept that, look, I'm going to be more in like my feminine type aura. Right. And I'm going to let this man be a man jig it. It's always like brings out like the intense level of masculinity right Mm -hmm. that wants to take care of you that wants to protect you that wants to make sure you're fine because you are soft enough to allow him just be a man in your life right and to provide for you and to not try and prove a point like to the point where we can even be going out or going somewhere and he wants to carry like maybe when shopping and he wants to carry the bags and stuff i'm not about to argue with him and say oh no i can handle it it. i will leave it alone do you understand so i feel like women don't get that the more soft you are and the more you're able to like exist in just being like very feminine and treating him like softly right the more masculinity you will speak to and that will eventually come out and then 
he literally can walk through fire just to give you what it is that you want. Do you get? I feel like so, yeah. eventually you're going to have to explain what like being feminine is. Yeah. I feel like a lot of women feel like when women say feminine, they feel like you're infantilizing yourself, and that's nothing. It doesn't mean that at all. Like you're not becoming a child, or you're not becoming an infant. And people have that thing where they feel like, oh, to be a feminine woman means people are gonna walk all over you. No. no. Being a feminine woman knows that, like, is that you have a strong yes mm-hmm. and you have a strong no. Yeah, you your boundaries you are, are very solid. You know who you are. Yeah. yeah, your self-esteem is very up there. You are confident enough to walk away from that relationship if he starts to disrespect he you. Starts to move if, if that's... that like if he's moving mad, <laughs> you're about to be up and out. Do you understand? And you're able to clearly define the terms of what it is you are looking exactly. for and what you're coming into and what you expect. I'll give you a very random example. I was dating somebody one time and we had gone out, right? And I remember one of the, one of the first things I told him is, I'm never going to pull out my card and pay for anything if I'm out with you. I need you to accept this truth as gospel. Okay? <laughs> because it is gospel. It's a different thing if I decide to take you out. If I say, oh, babe, let's go out. I'm paying. Jiget. But if you say, let's go out, I will not pull out my card. I won't do it. Do you understand me? And we had gone out this day, and I said I wanted frozen yogurt. And I remember him saying, oh, that um, I should buy the frozen yogurt, and then he'll pay for the food. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. I'm like, and I laughed, and then I, like, I put my hand on him, and I'm like, babe, we're not doing that. <laughs> I'm going to get frozen yogurt because I asked you for frozen yogurt. And he literally started laughing. And he's like, do you know that I knew that there's no way that it will fly? I'm like, I said, let's remind ourselves for because we know what we signed up for. I'm not doing that with you. And at the end of the day, like he paid for the frozen yogurt and bought the food and everything. And we moved on from it. But I remember him saying, I remember him like laughing about when we're heading home. And he said, he's like, they don't even need to test you small. I'm like, never. So that's the thing. I have nothing to prove to you. Yeah. Do you understand me? Because I always like tell like even clients that I work with, you have to understand that before this man came to meet you, before he approached you, before he went on and tried to date you, he saw that you could pay your bills. Mm-hmm. He saw that you were providing for yourself. He saw that you were solid on that level. What the hell do you want to prove? when you consistently reject provision or help you think he didn't see that you could do all of these things on your own of course he saw it so for that reason you're never gonna catch me trying to prove that oh i earn enough money i don't earn money in fact i've never earned money in my life i what is money what is atm card come off it (laughs) so (laughs) for me i'm very clear as to what it is i'm what i want and what i'm looking for do you understand and I always communicate that where, like when a man starts moving to me, I literally always say it. One, I'm not trying to pay bills with you. Two, I want somebody who understands provision. And three, you're not gonna catch me trying to prove I earn money. If these things are a problem for you, please disengage now. But we're never going to get to the place where I let you see me be the provider. I will never switch it. And it's not that I'm telling you that, oh, if you ever got into like financial problems, I'm not going to help. No, you already know that I'm solid on being hardworking and earning my own money. Do you understand? 
So if there's any like a point that you need me to back you up, I will be there. But that if I will provide, I will not do it. I'm so sorry. And a lot, there are times where you meet men and you have this conversation and some of them will be like, oh, eh, I want a wife who split the bills. Country is hard. I'm so happy for you. And what you want is valid. I'm just not that woman. It's not me you are looking for. You can go in front. That is great. And men always tend to do this thing where they, when they can't give you what you're looking for, they try to downplay it yeah. and tell you you'll never find it. Yep. And I remember somebody doing this to me and I laughed in his face. I'm like, oh honey, that's actually sad because I've only dated men that provide. So I can't relate to this struggle that you're about to, you know, enforce in my life. So no, I'm, I'm good. And he was so upset because they have this thing where they don't expect that you've experienced what you're looking for. Yeah. Do you understand? They expect that she's cooking it up in her head and it's a fantasy and can no I, man is going to I give her that. Can I interject something? Yeah. When you say these things to men and you have never actually experienced it, please don't open your mouth and, and say, say you've, you've never, never experienced it. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell on yourself? What do you mean? You're not lying. You're not lying. You're just not telling. Ah. Let me explain this. Like when somebody said, Oh, what are your other boyfriends like? Oh my say, guess see if I tell you how wicked this man is. According to every man that you have dated, even if the relationship was shit, I was provided for, I was cared for, and it did not just work out. End of that story. Is, don't come and start saying, hmm, if you see how much cry I cry, Kata was coming. That's none of his business. Because when you start painting the picture that you had a relationship where you were accepting less, then you're not le- you're leading the man to want to do less for no, you. No, you're not even leading him. You are you're telling, telling him, him <laughs> you are telling him to do less. So, if I, you are telling him to do below bare minimum. So I didn't know that before. And like other relationships, like, oh, what was the ex? You ask me, I'm like, child, let me tell you a story. But these days, when you ask, I'm like, oh, I was provided for, I was cared for, and it didn't just work out. Like to be honest, and this thing she said is so true. That's it. Because every say, time oh. a man asks me, oh, what happened? Why did you guys end? Let me tell you that my story is never that. And and maybe because okay my reality is i actually i'm always provided for mm-hmm. but my story is always what actually happened i remember telling one person that i was i don't want children he wanted three children there is no way we're going to end up together i don't want kids and if i have kids it's one child do you understand me but i can't be with somebody who and we're fighting about it there's no point and then i remember him asking me spe- remember that person i told you about in lagos mm-hmm. yes i remember him specifically asking me where you cared for and provided for, I'm like hundred percent because I actually was right. But I'm never going to answer that question in a different. Even if I wasn't, oh. I will never tell you. For example, like for example, I love flowers, right? A man is not going to ask me, "Did your ex buy you flowers?" And I'll say, "No, I'm not mad. He bought them. In fact, every day." <laughs> okay. But you're not you're not going to now answer that question and now say, Oh, I've never been giving for ah, ah. No, you don't ah, do ah. things like You've that. never been what? You're leading ah. them to like my sister in Christ. You're leading them to know what to tell you. You're you basically saying that before you my standards were low or my boundaries were non existent. I, I also want to also flip the card. Like when you have men and you ask them about their former girlfriends, what do they tell you? It's still not just work out. I don't know if you've noticed. Of course, it's never they, their fault. They never, uh-uh. And I always tell, like, I always tell my clients, right, when you're vetting a man to date him, when you ask about his ex, if you want to know a man that you should never when, give a chance, when is he when he makes the story. problem. Hmm. When he makes the problem and the the issue was only, only his ex. 
there is never a point in the story where he contributed to the demise of that relationship. She, the person is always the problem, either a man or a woman. Don't date that person. I was telling Ruth, I don't know if, I, if it was you I told this thing, where I said one of the reasons why I dated this person was when I asked him what happened with him and his ex, he said I was the problem. Like he openly said, I didn't know that I wanted the things that I wanted at that age. And because of that, I went with what I thought society asked me to want. In turn, I ended up ruining her life because that marriage should not have happened. Do you understand? So because he was that honest and then he said, I mean, obviously he's like, there are other things that happened in between. He's like, but coming out of it and realizing that this is the issue, right? And this is what I could have done differently. And I asked him, do you think it's something that you ever go back to? He's like, no, because I left for the exact same reason that I'm talking about right now and flipping the coin. I don't think it's something I should have even done in the first place. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he was able to admit and take accountability for his own contribution, right? That is somebody that you can date because you know that if shit hits the fan, it's not going to be because, oh, this person lied about being the problem. Do you understand me? So, yeah. And I think just to add the point, right? It's not like saying, okay, forever and ever, you're never going to tell him what your ex did. Even though sometimes, you know, you should shut up. <laughs> it's like, in the beginning stages, when you guys are laying out what you want and what you don't want, this is not a time for you to be doing telenovela. It's not a time for you to be saying, my ex never no. did this, so now I want this. No. You, are, you already came with a lifestyle. And I remember watching um a podcast about somebody, and he was like, and they asked, so what is the first thing you look at when you see a girl? He was like, oh, the first thing he sees is whether he can afford her or not. Mm-hmm. So if you already have a lifestyle, then a man is coming to you and be like, okay, what do you want? And you're saying, I see this is my lifestyle, the one sustaining, don't nobody ever. Why now? Just say, oh, this is my lifestyle. I have a certain lifestyle to upkeep, and in my past relationships, I've always been cared for. Not that this lifestyle is upheld by the people, but this is what I am used to, and this is what I want. And let me give you like another, like basically just basically putting you guys on like game again <laughs> is um. You have to know how to catch it when you are being vetted. Mm. And I say that because um, provider type men are always men who are in like the higher ops. Right? Mm. Like, it's men who who have access to a little bit more affluence. Do you understand? And it's not all the time, but a lot of times, right? It's people who have access different like networks and walks of life. Do you get and I'm saying this for women who, because I've gotten these questions like in private DMs, for women who want to date men that are more affluent than they are used to. Do you get? Mm. You have to know that these types of men, they don't vet the way that other men do. Yeah. Do you get me? Their vetting can be, and this is very random, but women don't even realize is their vetting can be you guys go out on a date, yeah. right? And you're sitting at like a table, like you're having dinner or lunch, and he kind of throws it at you that, oh, he doesn't know. And this thing happened to me with somebody that I dated. You know this person. (laughs) When you continue. (laughs) So, we're out at dinner and it was like a really fancy place. And I remember him just, the menu came and, you know, we're going through the menu and he kind of like, oh, that he doesn't know what to have. He's very confused as to what to eat and he's not sure if, like, if he wants, like, steak or not. 
and then he throws it at me and goes oh what do you think i should have um and in that moment that was him vetting me right and your answer can either be oh yeah i should date this person like this is him or it can be yeah i shouldn't date this person right and so a lot of times when that question is asked it's mostly oh i feel like you should try the steak if it comes with like a mushroom sauce you know have detailed answers have knowledge about have food. knowledge about food about the menu about where you're going yeah like, because women don't know that men do this thing but like and i was like this is free game i'm giving you people have knowledge about it because i'm telling you that the reason why that question is being like why it's even happening is that you are being you vetted know. and he wants to know if Whether he can put you circles, in a yeah. space with people who have accessed like a certain type of lifestyle and if you're going to embarrass him that's literally why that question is being asked and if you don't know the answer or if you oh i don't know what you should eat i feel like you know um, um no no don't answer that question oh, like that what's chips and chicken? hey god please <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah no don't do that please. but like i answered the question and like i was like i was explaining like mushroom sauce and like whisk steak and when i was done this man like orders his food and we went on to date for the next one year. And it was on and off. But like in that time, I promise you that he used to take me to meetings that I shouldn't even have been in. Right? Like meetings that I would probably need to go through like different walks of stages of life uh-huh. to get access to. He literally would just hit you up and be like, um, so I have a few, um, you know, friends coming over. Do you like maybe want to come hang out with me? Um, are you busy? Do you want to spend time with me? And because I know that this is somebody who is like in the top, like, echelons, right? Yeah, in top percentiles. First of all, I'm not about to go there looking like I left. Like they forgot me under the bridge in Wuse. Do you understand me? So I'm going to like take like very, like, I'm going to make an effort when it comes to like the way that I look, right? Even if we're just going to be sitting outside Mm -hmm. listening to music. And then I'll show up to this thing. I'm like, he would literally want to have me on his arm and have them asking me questions about stuff and having me like talk and gist. And in the middle of all of that, I realized that this is a business meeting. I remember one of them where Roots, when that thing ended, an oil and gas contract was signed. Oh, I can't wow. even say the amount of money. <laughs> but you can imagine because of the okay. sector. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just there and I'm sitting there and I'm like, What? And I promise you that one of the conversations or one of the questions was, oh, they were asking me about food and travel. And we're talking about how, like, what kind of fish was better and what do you think goes better with mashed potatoes? But the only reason why I was sitting there is because this man had vetted me weeks before we ever got to this place. Do you understand? And so because he knew that, like, every time that he would be in town, I was sitting in something with somebody and business was happening do you understand so you have to know that if you're going to i don't know want these types of people or date this type of people you you have to have knowledge about a lot of things and you have to be able to catch when you're being vetted because they don't vet you like the typical and like ruth said don't go and say chips and chicken like apart from that i feel like if you go online the content about being feminine is about how to persuade him with your words you have to look a certain way you have to talk a certain way look you the have parts. to know things look the part like don't if he tells you oh what restaurant do you want to go to pick a good one 
go to their menu if you don't know what escalope means please just google it and sometimes like another like, thing another thing you have to also like do is aside from even going to pick the menu right there are times where because of what i want and what i'm looking for like in a partnership like with a man right there are times when men would ask me out and tell me oh i should pick the restaurant and i will politely decline and it's not because oh i don't want to pick somewhere too expensive no the reason is because That's one of one of yeah one of the things i'm looking for is a man who knows how to make plans for me do you understand who knows how to take into consideration this is what she prefers when it comes to food and this is what she doesn't want and who goes out of the, like his way to show that he can make those plans do you understand and so for me why i politely decline stuff like that is because i want you to make the plans i want you to take into consideration i remember one particular one i told him when he asked me to pick i said oh i like it when my men plan for me and men like stuff like that and he's like oh okay i'm like so i could send you my preferences for food but i'm not going to do the planning or pick the place i'm like i want to be surprised and he's like oh wow i like you <laughs> and at the end of the day we ended up going to this really nice place in town but that would not have happened if he had said oh yeah pick the place i go and pick the place what i'm essentially the message i'm essentially sending is i'm going to make plans for us and i'm not looking for a man like that i, I want to suspend my brain i'm a very intelligent so i want to suspend the thinking do you understand the other day i had like a really rough day and this person i was talking about like wanted to send me food he didn't have to ask me oh what are you going to eat should i send you this he literally sent his driver to come drop it off and when the person got to me he sent me what the what was in like in the order that was sent to me and he wrote this is today's menu <laughs> and it was really cute but it was funny he's like this is today's menu um enjoy your meal and it was everything that i would typically eat right but because he knew that oh this woman likes plans being made for her regardless of what is going on with her and she likes food and she likes this type of, he was able to do that i didn't have to have like an input do you understand mm -hmm. so if you know you're looking for a certain type of man or you want him to be the one that makes the plans or plans the dates it starts from the beginning right and how you like give off that type of yeah and like ruth said there's also the thing where if he says pick a restaurant tell him i can help you with suggestions mm -hmm. but i'm not going to pick the place so you can send him suggestions and then tell him to pick something that he thinks you would love going by your preferences for food if a man is willing to do that then you know that this is somebody who actually wants to date you and who like deserves your presence like okay so this thing when i was going out with somebody and he's like okay what do you want to do i'm like i don't want to you give specifications not the exact thing of what you want to do then you leave mm -hmm. them to go and do the rest yep oh i don't feel like eating anything super heavy i feel like eating something sweet i want to be somewhere where it's a little bit social and it's bubbly mm -hmm. one plus one is equal to two he should two plus two is four it's like very simple places so what my own like the date we used to go for is that he would list a group of places i'll be like oh check it out which one do you want to go to mm -hmm. and i would pick two and i'll be like okay say when he'll come and pick me or we'll meet there or whatever exactly but there's just, also that do you understand don't just like oh where do you want to go there i've seen somewhere on instagram i'm gonna go here <laughs> and that's also fine that's also very fine but like later on you should let him know that that should not happen in the beginning no it shouldn't happen in the beginning it's when you but you are locked in there like see i want to try here and here mm -hmm. no you're using it to try so that you're not think that is a poverty alleviation scheme because it's not honey it's like on 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 my own i can walk in 
to go and eat food in some way. Do you understand me? We're not elevating people. And I, I, I detest that people tend to think that thing where it's, oh my God, they're using me to eat food. Like it's food, come on. Don't it's food. Let, don't so be, let's, like, let's let not. me even explain. Even before, I think Suleiman, I don't know if we've... Yes, have passed since the last podcast. Yeah. But, but I think that there are things that she and I have done individually and, 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 like, and as friends to like raise your yeah. level up. Yeah, some days we'll carry our last cash and go to very expensive restaurants and sit down and eat food. Come on! So that it's not something that when somebody takes you, you'll be like, wow, oh my god, let me take a picture here. Or worse yet, you even gonna tell your date to take you a picture? Come on, babes. <laughs> like, do you understand what I mean? On your own, with your friends, find things that you know will allevi- alleviate your stuff in front of men. If you're looking for a Especially provider, the kind of men that yeah, we're talking the, about the now. This is not want. a general advice, Do you please. understand? Not for rubbish men, because those ones, you know. This is specifically for women who want men that provide, but, and men who are in the upper, like, like earning circles. Like, tell, like, my assistants and friends, I'm like, go to places that you know rich women still, and observe them. Yep. Observe yep. them, observe what they do, observe what they wear. There's nothing, like, go where i go and do my nails i'm not going there because like the people know how to do amazing nails. Ah. Like, the caliber of women going there and the caliber of men that come to drop them off i see it i'm not blind <laughs> look, look at those women where do they go and even about like where to meet this type of men yep that's a clue we are expensive women doing i'm not saying you can't go there and go broke go and, look for, and the, go and look for the cheapest thing on their menu if they say nail polish like just to repolish your nails 5k carry your last 5k and go there do you understand? But like, don't before you are looking for provider men, make sure that you have an idea of come what to, the lifestyle. Yeah, is. come to a certain place in, in your, your life, yes. right? And apart from your life, in your mind, because I said this thing to a client where dating like certain types of men, right, is first a mental thing. I remember when I was growing up. I remember like my mom would take us to like different places. Do you understand? And there's one thing that she said that has always stuck with me. She's like. I do this thing because I want you, when you get older, to walk into a room and act like you've been there before. Mm-hmm. And that thing is ingrained in my brain. Like, there's literally nowhere I'm going to step into and I'm going to act like as if I don't deserve to be in that room, even if I've never been like, there. Honestly, and that energy kind of exudes when I meet men because it spills into the type of men that like end up approaching me. You have to also have like, you have to have a certain list right and not even something that you typically write down but in your head the types of men you're going to allow into your space because it tells the tale of who you are going to date and if you want to date like a certain type of you cannot be entertaining everybody for god's sakes for example i'll give you an example if you message me like you are moving to me and you want to take me out right and then you now expect that i will plan the date expect that i will call you on the day of the date expect that i will remind you that we're going out I will never go out with you because you're not what I'm looking oh, for. Oh, girl, see, you are not what I'm looking for. Please just go and sit down somewhere. Dates. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, I remember this, this, you know, who I'm talking about when I was dating him, and I had told him that just because we're together doesn't mean that you get to not ask me on yeah. dates. You will still ask me out whether I'm your girlfriend or not. You will ask me out, and I will tell you if I'm going out with you. And he was laughing, and he's like, Oh, god, this woman, I'm like, I'm being serious. And he laughed about it, but he took it seriously. Do you understand? And I remember when we were going to watch a movie, he messaged me two days before and said, do you want to go and watch a movie on Friday? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, what time on Friday? He's like, what time are you off work? Like, when is your last client? I'm like, oh, I'm done at seven. And he's like, oh, great. I don't, because he usually didn't used to have work on Fridays. And he's like, okay, great. Um, Seven it is. 
and then he's like oh so 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 and so is showing what would you like to see and then i told him okay i picked this and he's like all right cool um i'll get the tickets like i didn't i didn't even, i didn't know how much the tickets were i didn't need to know it wasn't my business and he went on the site he got vip tickets he bought everything finished messaged me and said oh okay um see you on friday the next day was thursday he texted me like gen our general oh how are you mm-hmm. what's going on with you has what's your day planned we talked and everything and then oh remember we're going out tomorrow on the day that we're supposed to go out he texted me that afternoon and this is somebody i was in a relationship with that is still knowing that he needs to come correct and they were going out he texted me and says oh um i'll be at the cinema at 6 30 meet me there i'll be with your ticket and then I was running a little bit late that day, but I texted him telling him why I was late and I'll be there at maybe 6.50 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, he's going to go in and watch the like commercials and stuff that he left my ticket at the um, VIP place. When I got there, obviously my ticket was at the door. He's like, oh, call me when you get here. I called him. He didn't need to come out. He came out to meet me, right? And said, oh, um, babe, hey. And then I walked to him and we walked into the cinema. Do you understand? But it's the fact that I already communicated before I did tell him so that, that this is what I want, and very it's very important about knowing whether somebody is like I don't even, I don't use that that word either because people have just please don't use that word. Then people don't spoil lamb. Don't you don't spoil everything? It's like you know whether a man is proper or is, not. Is quality like quality? She, she's talking about relationship. Me just just like normal dates. So he would say, okay, um, are you free on Friday? Do what do you want to do? Do you want to eat or do you want to watch a movie? I'm like, oh, I've not watched a movie in a while. Okay, fine. What movie you want to watch? And he goes through everything. The day of, the morning of, good morning, how are you? What time do you start getting ready? Exactly. Two hours at the time, I'm getting ready. 30 minutes at the time, I am heading there. And I'm just like... Five minutes after we're supposed <laughs> to see, where are you? And, I'm giving, and I gave that example just to explain, like, even when you're with the person, right? But even just in the dating, like, it, scenario as well, it applies. So you should also know that if you're seeing these things during, like, dating phase, you know what the relationship is going to be like. And also, when you have the relationship, don't feel lax, like, say, oh, now that we're in a relationship, you just have a movie. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> like, you're and not... that's, that's why I explained that thing. Like, he was still asking me out, even though we're, like, in a relationship already. So you see that already. thing about having your, your boundaries and your values. Like, nobody's saying you should be uptight and you should send, like, a five-page note. Even if that's what you want, <laughs> that's what you want for, like have your standards and values if he wants to ask you out on a date or you people want a date night to be on thursday make it a thing babe mm-hmm. would you want to go mm-hmm. on a date on thursday he knows it's every thursday yeah but like just so that's in quote and unquote spark or that value is still there for both and, of you and i also have helps. this i also think that like when you want to date like these types of men don't make the mistake where maybe when he's asking you out or oh, i would send the driver to come pick you up or i'll come get you don't now say oh no i'll get there myself as in how my sister what you are saying is that subsequently you're always gonna want to meet him up meaning that he's not gonna come pick you please now don't do that mm. please don't introduce a you, vibe you can't maintain one time please one time that that Blix. happened it was like okay Blix. he was there and i was at home and he was like oh where are you i'm like oh at home i thought you were picking me up and he was like oh he wasn't i'm like oh that's that's that's, that's too shocking. bad that's shocking <laughs> and like, the difference here is ruth is like i don't know i think ruth is like maybe a slightly better person than me in this regard because when i'm moving in like my dating place i will not go on that date no 
was like, oh, that's shocking. And he was like, oh, he's very sorry. Please order the Uber Ex- and I'll pay. Okay, now that's a different when thing. Do you understand? There, he like, oh, he's sorry. He did not know that he was supposed to. Exactly. So that's I'm a like, different thing. That's a very different thing. Because at least he apologized and no, acknowledged definitely. the problem. I've seen men that do not acknowledge anything. Oh. They just think that. Guy, I said I will not go. I will not go. I will be in my house because it's not, it's not food. I'm not hungry. Do you understand me? I'm having food in my house mm-hmm. and I buy very good food. Do you understand? Restaurant standard. You're mad. So, yeah. Um, what else? What's the other thing I wanted to add? Uh, I think that you have to just build on it subsequently at this time. Yeah, because it's like a long conversation. A long conversation. And it's like many things to add, to be very honest. But yeah, if you have like any other questions for me, right? Because, like like I said, I get, like, a lot of questions about, oh, so am I want to date men who provide? Or um, I want to date men who are, like, in, a, in certain ending brackets. I also want to make, like, add something before I go that just because you want men in certain ending brackets does not mean that you can't date a man who ends well mm-hmm. and is a solid human being. Yeah. Because people confuse that thing. It's like, oh, if he has money, then he has to be shitty. So I will take the fact that he's like any well and he treats me anyhow. No, he doesn't have to be. Like ninety eight percent of the men that I've dated end really well have been complete gentlemen to me. And it's not just to me, because the way that I vet, you have to be somebody who is kind to everybody else. Yeah. Not just me. I don't want a nice man. I want a kind man. A kind and man kindness, kindness is rooted in other things, not just when it's related to me. Do you understand? Like, I've had men do out-of-town trips to take me somewhere just because I wanted to go there. And we were just dating, like, casually dating. Do you understand? But you have to know that it can coexist. Not being kind, being, like, someone who earns well, and being somebody who treats you with respect and who values your time. Do you understand? It's not four different things in four different people. Yeah. It can be in one person. So understand that you can have that in one person and stop making it seem like as if, oh, if he ends well, then he's going to be shitty. No, I've literally dated a lot of them. And yeah, no, not shitty, no. So understand that and accept it and put it into consideration when you're trying to vet men for certain types of things. Do you understand? Last thing I'm going to say is like with an example. I dated someone who was very well-to-do, right? And there was literally nothing that I put like forward as my boundary or things that I wanted that he did not do. Mm. Like if it was, oh, if I'm traveling and I know that he has work, right? But I also know he has a driver. And if I'm com- like going into like maybe the country where he was living in, I would tell him, I want... I want to be picked up from the airport, but I don't want you to send your driver because you're the first person I want to see. There's a way to communicate these things that men will do what it is you want. Do you understand? And because of the way that I said it, this man was standing in front of the arrival gates at 10 p.m. when I was landing in that country, picking me up from the airport because I told him I I wanted him to be the first person I saw. Do you understand? So understand that it's not that men have stopped wanting women or stop wanting to provide for them or stop wanting to give them the world. It's that maybe you don't know how to approach what it is you are looking for. And there are always better ways. So yeah, until next time on Axelma and Conversations with the Fit Because now it's like a whole thing. 
Let me know if you have questions. Send me your questions. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Bye. Say bye, Ruth. Bye. <laughs> Toodle. <laughs> Toodle. <laughs>